Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I talk about my successes, my failures, and hope that you can learn something from my experience and hopefully improve your life. This week's episode is called Self-Commitment. Not to assume it's impossible because you find it hard, but to recognize that if it's humanly possible, you can do it too. Marcus Aurelius How often do you find yourself starting something only to notice a few weeks or months later that you let it fall by the wayside? Today I want to talk about why we have trouble keeping commitments to ourselves and offer some ideas about how we can get better about keeping those commitments. Now, if you're like me, you are always interested in improving yourself. Maybe that's cutting down on your drinking or losing weight. Maybe it's learning a new skill or starting a new business. There are all kinds of goals and things that you want to do to enrich your life. We approach these things with gusto and excitement and look forward to how much better our lives will be once we actually implement these changes. Now, fast forward a few weeks or months later, and many, if not all of those resolutions and commitments are just a distant memory. Our good intentions have given way to our default way of life, and we return to the way things were. We may not have even really noticed that it happened. We may have been on track for weeks, only to find a short time later that we've dropped our plans as if they never really even existed. Now, part of the reason why I wanted to make this episode is because this happened to me recently, and I'm trying to get back on track with a few things. I was doing great with my meditating every day for at least 30 minutes, but about a month ago I severely sprained my ankle and I was in a lot of pain for quite a while. I was having trouble sleeping and found that my motivation to keep up with things beyond the basics was really low. I suddenly used my injury as an excuse to quit my daily practice. So why does this happen? Why does it seem so hard to follow through on these commitments we make to ourselves? What's in our makeup as humans that we get pulled back into the status quo, even though we really want to make lasting changes in our lives. For much of evolution, humans struggled to have enough to eat. Because food was often hard to come by, survival depended on smart management of energy. Expending energy when you didn't have to could mean the difference between life and death. Now, luckily for most of us, food insecurity is no longer an issue. And while we may not be able to afford prime rib every night for dinner, most of us are able to buy healthy food to feed ourselves. But these habits that served humanity over thousands of years are still ingrained into us. And this is why for most of us, our bodies are much more interested in sitting down for a show on Netflix than going out for a five-mile run. Now, when we try to change something about ourselves, our minds often struggle to adapt to the new changes that we're trying to make in our lives. Our brains are really good at keeping us safe. And we're still alive in our current situation, so our brain will naturally gravitate towards what it knows. Losing weight or taking up a new workout or learning a new skill all require some effort and work. We may also fail when we try these things, so sometimes we'll just stick to what we know because it's safe. Another challenging aspect in our quest for self-improvement is our desire for instant gratification. We get a dopamine hit when we do something that is pleasurable now and often have a harder time imagining the payoff that we'll get in the future. Some examples of these short-term pleasures that hit that dopamine switch include alcohol and entertainment like video games and Netflix, drugs, 
social media is a big one. And there are plenty of foods that are so tasty, but really aren't that good for us. And there's nothing wrong with some of these short-term pleasures in moderation. Though one problem with chasing these short-term pleasures is that the effect is also short-term. If we constantly chase after these short-term pleasures, we also find that each subsequent time we indulge is usually less pleasurable than the one preceding. I learned this lesson as a young child when I had my very first piece of cheesecake. I loved it so much that I happily took a second one, only to find out that rather than enjoying it as much as the first, it had the opposite effect, and I started to feel really sick to my stomach. These short-term pleasures often also have long-term consequences. For example, if we eat too much unhealthy food, we put on extra weight. If we spend too much time playing video games, we don't spend time on relationships or hobbies or other things that help enrich our lives. When we don't keep these commitments to ourselves, there are a few things that happen. First is that we develop a habit of breaking our word to ourselves. Often we're much better about keeping our commitments to others than we are to ourselves. And if we were to behave this way towards our friends, it's very possible that we would erode their trust in us. And the more we do this to ourselves, the more we erode our trust in ourselves. We also create inertia that moves us in the wrong direction. We might think to ourselves, well, I can't keep my commitment to eat healthy, so why bother cutting down on alcohol? And this kind of self-sabotage is often the main reason why we don't accomplish the things we really want to. We'll often use these setbacks as proof that we just can't do it. Doctors won't make you healthy. Nutritionists won't make you slim. Teachers won't make you smart. Gurus won't make you calm. Mentors won't make you rich. Trainers won't make you fit. Ultimately, you have to take responsibility. Save yourself. Naval Ravikant How long are you going to wait before you demand the best for yourself? Epictetus So what can we do to get better about making the changes we want in our lives and avoiding self-sabotage? It all comes down to self-discipline. It's about being able to get yourself to do the things that you want to do for yourself. Self-discipline is the ability to make and keep commitments to yourself. Self-discipline is also taking responsibility for your actions and choices and not blaming them on things outside of yourself. Now, I know that self-discipline kind of gets a bad rap because we think it's too hard. And yeah, if we're not in the habit of keeping commitments to ourselves, it is hard. Often, though, what helps is just changing our perspective on things and changing what we make it mean. For example, committing to eating healthy food is much easier if we look at it with the perspective that we're nourishing our bodies so that we feel and think better. It's much more challenging if we look at it as we're being deprived of all of this food that we can't eat. Having a clear idea of why you're working on changing something will really go a long way to helping you stay on track. One of the stoic tools that we also have that we can use in this situation is negative visualization or premeditata malorum. We make a list of all the things that can go wrong and how we'll solve each of them. For example, if you're trying to lose weight and you're following a specific diet, you list all the things that could derail you from eating healthy. Maybe going out to dinner with friends is challenging because you always get dessert. So you decide to find a few restaurants that have healthier options that fit with your diet. Maybe you hate shopping for food. So you have your partner do the shopping or you pay a delivery service to do it for you. Anything that might be an issue, 
you find a solution to work around it. Since many of our goals are things that just fall by the wayside, another way that we can help ourselves is by giving ourselves a way out. You decide under what conditions you'll allow yourself to quit and commit that you can only quit if you make a conscious decision to do so. You're not allowed to just let it fall by the wayside. For example, if you're trying to lose weight, you decide that you will quit the diet if you follow it successfully for six months and you don't lose any weight. And if you reach that point where you make that conscious choice to quit, you can also commit to find another way to lose the weight that you want. Learning to keep commitments to ourselves is, for me, the ultimate expression of self-care. It's about you deciding that you are important enough to keep those commitments to over all else. And the better you are about keeping your word to yourself, the better you are about actually reaching the goals that you set out and ultimately have the life that you want. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great-looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.